Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, anything in that realm. Previously on Ed Arlene's Spirit Cast, we spoke with Thomas Moonigle about his book, Drumming Down the Runes. We talked about runes, what they are, how to use them, magic, and uh, what shamanic journey it is, and you know how awesome it is, and how you can do all this fun stuff with it. And so, in today's episode, we are continuing our conversation with Thomas Moonigle. Uh, we start off actually st- uh, talking about shamanic journey and, and what he's doing with that um, in regards to his new book that he's working on. So, if you're not familiar with what shamanic journey is, we highly recommend listening to the previous episode. If not, you can just start here because yeah, it's all new, fun information, and we had an awesome time with Thomas as usual. So thankful to have him on the podcast. Podcast. We will have his book, Drumming Down the Runes, linked below, and also a link where you can, um, you know, get in touch with him, maybe do some of his courses, services uh, section. He has a bunch of, like, meditations and stuff like that. So, yeah. I He's mean, amazing. Go check out his website and yeah. get ready for this amazing part two. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Well, speaking of journeying, uh, <laughs> we just finished a past life regression, and I am shocked <laughs> yeah your experience was something it, yeah it's, I, i'm you know after this past life regression i'm done i don't want to do it anymore i've decided i'm not just not i don't want to yeah i mean i've, I've always <laughs> been kind of like eh, i don't want to do past life regression and then um ever since that first past life regression we did i was like i don't need to know i don't think we're supposed to know um and then we uh we're pulling some oracle cards actually our oracle card deck because yeah we were using it it's a great deck and um there was a card that i received and it was a reference to um kind of like a past life type deal and so arlene's bright idea was <laughs> maybe we need you need to explore some of your past life energy for healing what is it uh natural chaotic my natural chaotic <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Um, and I, I, you know, at this point, like, I uh, am 50-50 on that stuff, but there's been a lot of magical occurrences happening in my life, which is not going to be talked about right now on the podcast. Um, so some some stuff has to be personal. Yeah. You know, we're open books. We, we, I pride myself on being that open book, but some stuff on your journey you can keep to yourself. Yes. And this is, this experience we just experienced. For me, I'm good. You? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mine was... Uh, we're probably not even going to go into detail about what happened with mine. It was an experience. Um, you know, a lot of really... This year, I feel like I've had a lot... Of, or not this year, just in general, the past couple of years, a lot of these experiences. Profound experiences. <laughs> yeah. That also make me, like, face my mortality and the nature of, like, death and stuff like that. And all I'm going to say, this past life, this past life regression. So the guy that I was with, we're not going to say who, you know, who I was working with, but this guy is going um we can show you this this is important because they tell you things usually when you pass life regression it's something that you need to know and it's a part of like healing so if you've never done past life regression or that type of therapy um people use it because we carry this um trauma from previous lives and it can influence um us and this like, there's a lot of stuff we can bring in from other lives there's also ancestral things um you hear about so sometimes when you do these um types of meditations you're trying to understand what that is so that it can be healed and you can kind of heal that in this life and work through it that way you're not reliving it again in your next life or you're coming next life more aware 
Um, so anyways, we get there and my guy's like, um, I'm going to show you this. Are you sure you want to do it? And of course I'm like, yeah, bring it on. <laughs> Let's go there. And I basically went on this. It was, it felt like it was a like long movie. The, we were, I don't know, it wasn't that long of a meditation, but it felt like it went on for a really long time. And I basically watched myself get taken out, um, yeah yeah (laughs) and then it had like nice stuff happen too but um yeah not doing that again I think I learned why I had to see that um because there's things circumstances around it it was also taking place in a very ancient time I'm not quite sure where I was at but I kind of have some understanding yeah and um one thing that's really fun to do if you guys ever do decide to do past life regression um first off now that we're on it let's talk about good author brian weiss would be a great person to start with we could have his book linked down below too Absolutely. if you want to learn more about that um but anyways if you do pass life regression it is a lot of fun when you google what you see and because um oftentimes you will find real life correlations with it which is also really trippy as well so for example if you do pass life regression and you see um yourself wearing something and you're like, well, when would this be? What would this be? I don't even know what this... Maybe you might not have even seen it before. Like, it might be an article of clothing you're not, like, familiar with. If you Google the description of what you wore, typically you'll find something that is where, you know, gives you the time period. And then you'll find that it, like, fits with the regression, which makes it even creepier to me. Um, I did that both times. Mm-hmm. And there was, like, these coincidences and um it all yeah. ties up on your journey yeah it all ties in the journey for me like my experience was not nearly as um i don't know traumatic as yours this time around mm-hmm. but i feel like my spirit knows hey i don't think she's down well he asked <laughs> so, if that would be okay yeah but and who knows? Actually, I don't, I don't want to do any more past life right now, but I guarantee you probably in a couple months I'll be like, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'll forget forget why. I do feel a lot like lighter, and I'm sure yeah. like there's going to be things coming to me. In the dream space. In dream space or throughout the day. Like I'll pay attention to the signs and synchronicities and um, have other things unlock. Because sometimes that stuff can just unlock yeah. you know, parts of your soul. Yeah, I mean, I'm having more... Soul memory. Uh, feeling more clarity right now, too. Oh, I feel super um, alive. Sometimes, guys, like, the you'll have, like, synchronicities that build up to these types of things. Um, it's not uncommon to do these types of meditations or healing work that will have effects, like you were saying, dream, crazy dreams or um, start little, like, synchronicities that pop up that can confirm we actually pulled out our oracle deck that will be linked down below too so if you want to try this and then use our oracle deck to help you out it would probably help a lot um we actually we have like a yes no thing and we decided to um either we were gonna do the pendulum or the oracle cards and i said let's do our our yes no cards and it confirmed what we were thinking as well um so that's fun too you can always do your decks Mm -hmm. if you are in a divination some sort of divinate whatever your your forte is and kind of confirm all of that um now keep in mind you never want to um be like terrified like when I say that it was traumatic it wasn't traumatic it was just like a whoa type of experience that I felt to the core um so yeah it's traumatic in that sense but not like you're not gonna have 
hopefully you don't have an experience that like it's not supposed to fuck your shit up is what i'm trying to explain like it's supposed well, to it have can a it depends component. on where you're at it can be triggering yeah but, but there's supposed to be a healing component to it and you can always pull yourself out yes you don't have to stay in those meditations and stuff if they're if it's too much yeah if it's too much um i think for me like the couple times we've done it it's like this experience today was trippy like knowing like recognizing the people around me but not remembering like who they were Mm -hmm. and like you know that's you present but it's not you yeah (laughs) i guess that's like that's just weird like the other times that we've done it like i've seen myself like Mm -hmm. me like i knew that was me Mm-hmm. So that's a little weird. You see, but, you were looking at it from the perspective of the viewer, or you were immersed in it, and you were like. This time, I was the perspective of the viewer. I was first okay. person looking at the surroundings around me, mm-hmm. and um, like the person I was with, and then the people I was with, like they knew me, but I feel like I was just like the I was just there. Mm-hmm. But I also said I don't. I didn't go into it open to necessarily remember anything crazy because mm-hmm. whatever yeah intentions are everything too so if you are open to the experience and you have like an intention set that helps as well i mean i i was open to it because you suggested it and of course i'm going to be down those are like natural my chaotic <laughs> that's how i operate i'm naturally chaotic and it's a beautiful mess <laughs> wrong with that no there isn't but yeah that's funny um which takes me actually to um our our interview in our interview we actually talk about with thomas the healing process and how sometimes you can do these type like meditations or energy work or things like that and it can actually cause a like tower moment but that those moments are um designed to happen so that you face that and you heal it Mm -hmm. but it's okay if you start a practice like you start something like i'm gonna do this session of x y and z and you pull out there's nothing wrong with not because you're not ready yet like there's this is you know you're in full control of of your journey and everything there's like we we mentioned it with thomas I mean, I'll touch on it without the context of the episode, but, like, you know, we talk about how her and I were going through some training um, after we got in our Reiki. Uh, we did a couple other types of things, and we we thought we wanted to do this one um, energy modality, mm-hmm. and it ended up being too much for oh, us at the time. That was way too much. Way um, too much. So it would have been a it would have been a, a course that went on for a couple years, mm-hmm. and it really takes you to the depths of, you know, wherever's wherever it is, and it ended up just not being it ended up being too much, and then not resonating. If that makes sense. Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with not being, and if you've ever experienced something like that, there you know you're not alone. Sometimes you're not ready for things when it's presented to you. Yeah. And then eventually it might be later. Yeah. Depending on where you're at in your life. And that's that that course in particular is probably something I'm going to do in a couple years. Yeah, like, I could do that. I don't feel ready now, but yeah, no. in a couple years, I would. And that's what I'm saying. Like, we, you know, we've been attuned. We've been Reiki Masters for a while now. So we tried to do this one way back then. So, of course, we weren't. We, I mean, we just went through that intense Reiki training and then, like... Yeah, all, the, all that yeah. healing crisis and then tried to go into... Um, more, like something a little bit more intense. Some, yeah. 
Yeah, that, that would have been an endless oh tower moment for years. I remember when we first started it and I got, like, I was getting that, like, work done. And I just, oh, gosh. That's the, the healing crisis yeah. can be um, too much. Yeah. Too much. And it's okay. If it's you fine. need to take a break and come revisit that yeah. type of stuff. You know, anything. If you're in meditation, if you're in, you know, doing Oracle, whatever mm-hmm. you're doing. But, um, yeah, I mean, we've been you know bullshitting for a while about past life regression and so listen more to follow us yeah <laughs> so you can go follow us on twitter at edpro underscore pgh you can follow us on instagram tumblr pinterest tiktok facebook at at arlene and you can follow us on youtube where we post rake infused videos almost every single day uh, that's at, at arlene go follow like and subscribe um we have a bunch of playlists and healings on there and you can go to our website, edarlene.com, and sign up to get a free Reiki session every single month if you go to our email list. Yeah. Um, and then we also have um, a bunch of different subscription services on there for our Reiki services if you want to book a session with us. And we have our awesome shop that has our Oracle cards, books, and other printed goods and candles. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. Yep. All linked down below. I feel like there was something else I really wanted to say, but I don't remember. So I guess we're not supposed to. That's just how we're rolling. I'm not gonna lie. That meditation has me feeling like a space cadet right now. I feel. (laughs) I I feel. I feel a little spacey, but I feel Uh lighter, and I feel like I'm gonna have some clarity come through. I'm gonna have crazy dreams, you know. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) All right. All right. Let's get into the episode. Okay, guys. This is an ad. We believe in supporting small business, and today we're talking about the small business called Garage Cats. They make 100% organic. Handmade lip balm using hemp and cocoa butter. It smells amazing. It lasts for a very long time. They use eco-friendly paper tubes. They're pretty much awesome. If you are interested in supporting this business, you can find the link below or go to garagecats.etsy.com. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and book a Reiki session. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. You are working on another book. Yeah, yeah, I am working on another book. I have no idea how long it's going to take. Uh, the next book is uh, called Singing Up the Sun, and it's really about waking up your inner light when you're in darkness. Oh. And it has been kicking my butt for the last two years because what it is is what I've, you know, part of what the book is is me journeying through each of the chakras, but going at at each of the chakras like a medicine wheel so going south west north east below above within so seven journeys for each of the seven chakras i'm currently in the third eye uh chakra got one more journey on that one and then i start the seventh and i'm like oh god what's that one got (laughs) you know because the first chakra took me like 10 11 months to get through and it was really hard, and I had a lot of stuff coming up with it. Uh, and I thought, oh, well, maybe it'll, and I was told it'll go faster as you go up, and it did. Uh, the next one only took like six months or so, six or seven months. And then, you know, just two months, and the next one, you know, and so on and so forth. 
And um, what ended up happening though is like, oh, stuff kept coming up and each one of them was just super challenging. And I thought, oh, well, maybe it'll get easier as I go up. Nope. <laughs> Every single one of them is a kick in the balls. I mean, just like, <laughs> and I have people, and I tell about like this thing, and they're like, oh, that sounds like great. You should teach a workshop on this. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I was like, this sounds really cool. not. I mean, just even doing one, I can like, and like a weekend, <laughs> seven, it's like, oh, hell no. I mean, get the white coats and the straight jackets right now. That's what's going to happen if you try to rush this process. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> People will not like you after that. They will look and say, "What? when did your life go wrong? And they'll all turn and look at me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what event can you link your trauma to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and again, I'm not saying that to say like, oh, this is terrible, never do this. Because, you know, I've had other stuff that's come out of these journeys that has been transformative. I mean, I started working back artistically after, you know, when I got into the third chakra. I started writing again in the fourth and the fifth chakra. And, I mean, creatively writing, not just, like, nonfiction writing. Like, I, I could actually be working on another book right now of short stories. So other things came out of this. So I keep getting distracted by, you know, doing that work. And also I have to take breaks from it because it is really an intense process. And eventually, besides that, you know, I'm not going to deep, you know, it's going to be different from the rune book in the sense that I'm not going to detail everything that happens on these journeys because it's really very personal and not really interesting to anybody else but me. I will lay out the method and kind of my observations of like, what did this bring up? What could this bring up for you? How are some ways that, you know, what are some ceremonies perhaps or practices that you can do to help with this as they do? Um... Then I have, like, another portion of the book, which I haven't started yet because I wanted to get through the chakras first, yeah. <laughs> is going to be talking with, like, my upper world teacher and a master teacher about, you know, the nature of the soul, the nature of spirit, the nature of power songs and soul songs and things like that and other things to bring in. The structure is not as defined as, as the first book. And for that, I'm still struggling with it. But I'm like, you know what, I got to get at least these these chakra journeys out of the way before I start thinking about anything else. Yeah, and this is not including all your work you do, all your healing. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, yeah, sort of. It's like those aren't the only journeys uh, I got to do. And again, just like the runes, though, if, that's, if I'm on a journey that day, uh, that will probably be either the last one I take of the day or the only one I do that day because it is intense and it is visceral. And there are, like, physical responses from it. Like, people are surprised, and I'm like, yeah, I did this journey, and I'm, I'm all tense, and, you know, stuff's unraveling now. Mm -hmm. i got to do some body work. i got to do some exercise. i got to do, uh, you know, three hours of crying. Um, <laughs> just an example. Uh, you know, to, to move that, because, you know, it has an actual physiological effect on me. Um, because it's real. It didn't happen in this realm, but it's real. So I think that's really important. Um, you know, what you do in other worlds does have an effect in this world. And I think, you know, that alone, not to caution people, just to expect that. It's sort of like, you know, you go on a trip and you do something in another state. It's still applicable when you come home, right? I mean, yeah. it's not like whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. No, it's not like that at all. I don't even think that's actually true, but... Not in this day and age. Uh, 
No. <laughs> yeah. 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 Privacy is kind of, you know, a bygone era at this point. But yeah, I think it's it's important to know, like, you know, I visualized this and I saw this. Oh, well, those are some happy images. No, they may have an impact on you physically later. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be mindful of that. I'm not saying be scared of it. I'm just like, you know, make your choices. Make them make them within make them by being informed so that you're not surprised later. No, that definitely yeah. I mean, I've had that experience. I've had um like where I thought I wanted to do like certain healing things and it ended up being too much. So I yeah. like, it just not ready and then uh various other things like um so, like things coming later, like with the Akashic records, just not necessarily physical, but more like dreams, stuff like that happening later after mm. I did. Like they weren't done yet. <laughs> like we have more stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it kicks stuff up into your awareness, um, either physical, emotional, or mental. Um, I know. I'll tell you right now, like with the, the third, I was just like, geez, have I always been this anxious and crazy? Probably. It's just been pushed down. Uh, <laughs> you press it. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, let's, it's sort of like, you know, shining a light through that lens of the, you know, that uh, frame of the of the film. And it's like, ah, oh, that's kind of a mess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, you'd be surprised, like, how much stuff we can, like, push kind of, like, away, but it's still there and, you know, just yeah. kind of eat away at us without us acknowledging it um for sure mm-hmm. and that's what makes those healings harder <laughs> she's like i thought i was oh, yeah <laughs> i thought i did this that's yeah. how i felt last time we talked to you like with all the stuff that happened in the world and it was like triggering oh. blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. but i felt like i was already more further on my journey but then i felt like i was fully like reverted back and then all this stuff just came up and i couldn't handle it no uh, i think it's, it's a global yeah. the global <laughs> everybody felt that but still never over yeah i think we should give each other like a pass on like because i i spent a good portion of last year feeling like a total failure in my spiritual life because because <laughs> I, I wasn't because i wasn't you know calm and centered and peaceful no i was crabby and irritable and anxious and i was like well, and then again, you know, this is something that nobody in a century has experienced, so maybe I should cut myself some slack, you know? Yeah. yeah. I felt it found it challenging to stay grounded and be that anchor for people when I couldn't be that for myself. Yeah. And I felt like there's, especially when it all started, I felt like there was people emailing us and commenting and messaging us at, like, how, how can I be calm? Like, what do I do with my anxiety and stuff? I'm like, well... I mean, the person who's supposed to be trying to help you is losing her stuff, too. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not yeah. in a place to help you right now. <laughs> I've been in meditation. Oh, yeah, thank I, goodness. I, I mean, I, I applaud you for, like, being upfront about that because there's been a lot of people in our field who've been like uh, you know living in la la denial land of everything is beautiful we're venturing into a new a the golden era blah blah this i'm like are we though (laughs) 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 i'm not so sure or if we are we still have a lot of work to do to get there and you know this idea that when we're enlightened or when we're evolved we will feel no pain have no suffering, just be able to be unaffected by the world. Well, you, you know who are unaffected by the world and other people's suffering? Sociopaths. I mean, that's not... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, like you're missing how like we're all in it together, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I and I've seen that with people who get too far into and, and you know now I'm trying to come out of that because I've been like f all this, f all that. This is bullshit. You know, this is bullshit spirituality over here. This is like just feel good fluff over here. And I'm like, okay, okay, I've been in that for months, and you know, I have to come out of we're all doomed together and come into like, okay. Yes, we can do stuff to make changes again. That's what I mean. The healers, we're supposed to be the healers and helping, and if we right. all feel like we're going to die. <laughs> well, and I mean, we are going to die, but it's know, just sort you know of like, I mean. okay, what are we going to do till then? You know, kind of. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, we're humans, you know, we're having this human experience, and I think sometimes we lose track. Everybody wants to be out of body and whatever, but we chose, like, we're here for a reason. And sometimes we're going to feel a spectrum of emotions and that's like, okay, it's okay to be like upset or afraid or whatever. I mean, obviously it's like not okay to stay that way, like, you, but allow yourself yeah, to feel like, that and way. And then if you, cause then like, what do you do? Like if you just cover it up and ignore it, you know, I believe in like, obviously like we manifesting stuff like that and focusing on the good, but it's okay if you don't feel like it some days or, you know, yeah. I don't know. And I, I think also, um, as we look, you know, this, let's focus on the good, but that's, that's what we've done with our history in this country. Mm-hmm. Let's just focus on the good things, right? Yeah. Which meant that we never fixed the things that needed fixing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that is, you know, by not acknowledging deep, you know, law, lack or loss or grief or whatever it is, it doesn't mean it, it just goes away. You know, we injustice no no that was something that happened a long time ago we don't have to do anything about it. everything's great right everything's great no yeah no, great 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 everybody yeah 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 no uh but we all know this well most of us know that that's not true <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah yeah everything's not okay and um it's about learning how to still move with joy and purpose and love and kindness in that and change what we can change um, and then help each other uh, through even with what we can't change at the moment. But, you know, it doesn't mean like, oh, well, we can't change it, you know, or it's that's the way it's always been. You know, this mm-hmm. is the refrain I've heard from people. Well, it's always been this way. Mm. Well, good for you. I'm saying that's not working anymore. Yeah. It's not going to be that way anymore. Um, always been this way. Well, look, look, you know, I'm like, just like, that sounds so boring to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Always been this way. I'm like, well, maybe it shouldn't be, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, back to like, you know, you were talking about how we're all kind of connected and in it together. And I hopefully like, as you go, we all go on a spiritual path. We like are coming from a place of love and that would not just be love for ourselves, but love for other people and not wanting them to suffer and like doing what you can at your capacity to help the world instead of just ignoring everything. Because somebody might need it. One day you might need somebody to like be beside you or help you out and you would want that. Yeah. Um, You know, treat people how you want to be treated. That's not a hypothetical. It's going to happen. You're going to need somebody someday. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just telling you, I, I don't care how powerful or capable or special you think you are. At some point, you're going to need somebody, and it's going to be big, and it's like you cannot get by without that help. So, you know, act accordingly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. 
Paul. Get that good karma. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it, it, it's not even really, you know, the way karma works is, is it's really simpler than most people think. It doesn't have to be mystical. If you act like an asshole all the time. <laughs> I can swear on this, right? I oh, mean, we don't care. It's our podcast. Yeah, whatever. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Great. You're in for a treat. No. <laughs> so if you're just an asshole perennially, you know, all the time, or, you know, maybe you get by with it for a while, but eventually you're going to meet a bigger asshole and that shit won't fly. Yeah. And they will give it back in, in spades, you know, or with interest or however you want to put that. But it's going to come back. And it's not because, you know, this energy, it's, it's not necessarily because energy. It's because of, hey, you're eventually going to encounter someone who will not take that treatment and will hand it right back to you. Now, when you're talking about energy work, it does work on that level. You know, it's going to be like, whoa. But you're also going to have that energy signal in your field. And so all the little critters, all the little critters of the multiverse will see that signature. And they will crouch around you. And it'll be like a little beacon for them. Oh my gosh. Mm. Yeah, you never think about that. Nope. It'll just be a beacon for the bad Bring A beacon <laughs> for all the the little nasties out in the multiverse all going hey there's one of mine oh, i should drop in on this oh and then it just kind of keeps you in a weird space yeah too. oh my gosh if it keeps on giving huh. yeah I mean, that's what i mean you know, like the three the law of three like maybe that's kind of like the idea in a way the idea of it yeah, yeah. now it's- i'm not gonna single out people or doing nasty stuff because when you do stuff that you know you're shining when you do energy work you are lighting a beacon in the in the spirit world that is seen both great light and great dark you will it will be seen which is why you want to be mindful of where you're doing the work and setting the space and setting your boundaries i think i talk about this in the book too yeah like sacred space is this is one this is why it's very important because you are basically setting up the law of your space and what what is allowed in and what is not allowed in so you can you know light the bonfire i think i'm a big lord of the rings fan i mean i used to read it like every year and so they don't do this in the movie so if you've just seen the movies you probably miss this uh when they're on the mountain pass and they're trying to like light a fire and they can't because of the snow uh the unnatural snowstorm they ask gandalf's like can't you light a fire he's like well yeah i could but if you want everybody in like a hundred miles to know gandalf's right here you know (laughs) Uh, (laughs) might as well just sign my name on it right and it's kind of the same thing you know you're signing your energetic signature to the work that you do now if you do good work you get noticed by you know uh, other spirits they're like hey look at that little human over there pretty cool oh i got i got to stick around and see what else they do <laughs> yeah <laughs> this along here you know i want to see how this plays out you know yeah so, so you can, by doing good, you can call in the you call good assistance. Good. Yeah. yeah. You get noticed. You get noticed for what you do. Um, and so when you do good work, and you're in particular, you know, uh, you know, I've people say, oh, wow, he's so powerful. He said this. I'm like, um, power is an inaccurate way of, I think, describing the effects that people have. Uh, because I really, really believe that anybody can be powerful. 
the difference, uh, particularly magically. The only difference between someone who exhibits or seems to wield that and doesn't is probably dedication. So if you're passionate and dedicated, you can become powerful. I will say also that the more powerful you become, the more service you will be doing. So, you know, if you think this is going to be easy, no, you're required to do more things. You're required to work. And I'm not trying to scare people off from, like, improving themselves. Far be it for me to say that. But it's like, it's like the more I learn, the more service I do. Mm -hmm. And if you're okay with that, do it. It needs more service out there. There's a lot of stuff that needs help. You know, a lot of people that need help. Uh, there's the the two categorically opposed uh, kind of practitioners are the shaman and the sorcerer. <laughs> and the main difference between them is that the shaman is doing service for people. The sorcerer is out for themselves and doing and mm-hmm. and show and, and seeming powerful, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I look at me, I'm powerful. Look what I can do. They're not fuck with me. And <laughs> I was just like shaking their head going, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> What a fucking child. You know, that's what they're thinking. <laughs> that's how I felt looking at those TikToks. Oh, no. <laughs> the cursed ones and stuff. Oh. Well, you guys see that. Yeah, I, I see. And I see little, you know, little, little bitty baby light workers, and I'm like, saying things, and I'm like, really? <laughs> that's adorable, really, kind of, but. See, the thing is, I could get away with that when I was their age because we weren't as connected, mm-hmm. you know, and it like it wasn't going to be out there forever, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so it's, you know, I, I, again, these are stages I think that a lot of people move through, um, but everything is a bit more nuanced. It's all not black and white. It's... Uh, I think the the binding line really is, are you being kind? Are you being helpful? Um, Are you having consideration for other people? Uh, And, you know, that doesn't mean that you can never think of yourself or do things for yourself. Um, But, you know, you should always have have in the back of your head, well, how is this going to affect, you know, people around me? How is this going to affect others? And, you know, you have to make that, you know, where you weigh that is going to depend on, like, where you are in life and, you know, what your needs are and all of that. But, you know, we have to consider other people in our working. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And, like, because that also shows, like, where you're operating from, too. Like, there's a lot of stuff where you can tell there's, like, um, this idea of, like, fear. It's coming from fear is what I'm trying to say. Like, that spirituality where you're only concerned about yourself a lot of like I don't know I'm trying to like describe something that's very broad that I see across the internet um some of the like I don't I don't want to say light warrior but you know what I'm saying yeah. very like like us versus um, that type of stuff and then you can yeah have, it just seems like it's coming from like a very like fearful thing and less like um doing good for the collective um right together and it's and not I- anything extreme you have to do it's just being good to people it doesn't that's all you have to do to yeah. be good to the collective be good to yourself and others mm. <laughs> and like it's not yeah i mean I, I know people that they just they do they want to get wealthy off of doing energy work because it's easy for them and i'm like if you think it's easy you're obviously not doing the work <laughs> oh my gosh yes yes that's an indicator yes. oh my goodness 
indicator. That doesn't mean that you don't have times of effortlessness in the work and flow. No, that that happens. That's great. It's wonderful when that happens. God, please send me more of that. But there's times where it is like it is very difficult. Or you know, the work on other people might be effortless, but the work that you have to do on yourself to get to that is not. It is daunting. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> It is daunting. Horrifically like, daunting. When you figure out like something about yourself that you just completely didn't realize, and then it it clicks, and you're like, oh well, this is why this has been going on in my life, or this is why just like little things, like like mindset, like words you use all the time, in and deeper. You yeah. Know? Um, but then you find those things out gradually. It's not in one, like, sitting, I feel like. Or for me, it isn't. Yeah. It's um, not, like, one year and you're good. It's it's an investment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It is. It's really... Um, I, I encounter people who are just... They want to do what I do. They're like, how did you, you know, get good? I was like, pain. <laughs> and they're like, pain? I'm like, lots and lots of personal pain and suffering. Um... And because, you know, what does it take to be powerful? Dedication. Why would you dedicate time and energy to something unless you really needed it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are so many easier ways to make money. I have days all the time where I'm like, oh, man, I should have done this. You do that. I that. <laughs> yeah, well, I said in another you know. podcast before, I'm like, before we got into all the healing work and, you know, the universal laws and everything else that you go down the rabbit hole with like life just seemed a little bit different and we can glamorize some of those moments as if it was better even though it wasn't i don't know what i'm trying to say yeah yeah like sometimes i wish that i could just like not not now i love my life i'm really grateful for everything that we do and everything that we've been able to do but there's been moments in my lifetime where i've been like well maybe i should have just went to college and um met some lawyer or something and just got married and been a housewife and whatever that's your past life stuff though. i know i'm just drawing on that self yeah <laughs> i bring up her self name all the time she was a pampered princess yeah <laughs> she's got cancer into capricorn capricorn so i'm learning my independence yeah and my power mm-hmm. instead of just being taken care of <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard. It's like, you know, this is a different path. It's like, the world is not designed for this path. Our culture is not designed for this path. And uh, in some ways, I'm like, you know, they're like, oh, you must be good at something. I'm like, I am. It's just not valued by the culture. I'm like, I'm really good at this. But um, it's strange. But I, I will tell you something. I, I remember meeting someone in high school giving a reading to them and it was like it shook their world changed their life and then i remember you know we went to college together and then she brought me over to her to her parents house and like they put me like at the head of the table because they were from a different culture and and, like i've never had that kind of respect before it was very weird (laughs) (laughs) because different cultures treat certain things differently they do yeah, and so the knowledge that you have would be extremely <laughs> just half of it. Yeah, it just like valuable. half of it. You're like so knowledgeable, like <laughs> like so. Oh, much. and it's funny because I thought I was so knowledgeable back then, and I look back and I'm like, you knew nothing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, this conversation, I feel like I've learned a lot every time yeah, I talk to you. I like learn something, or I don't know, feel inspired to like 
do something <laughs> different. So I know I keep saying, you know, like I want to travel after the pandemic, and my spirit guides keep pushing back that date when I'm allowed to travel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I should do like some workshops. I should do come to Pittsburgh and do some workshops. Oh, yeah. we'd love. Yeah. Yeah. We'll be there. Yeah. Our Dan will go. Yeah, the three of us. Yeah. There. Yeah. Everybody listening, yeah. get his book. Do it. <laughs> just do it. Yeah. So. This episode, we're just talking about this for a reason. So yeah. get it. <laughs> it's interesting though, is I actually got to use runes in a in a client healing session recently. Okay. Yeah. I was like it was my first like session back using my office after like a year. Oh wow. And I was like I was so excited. I got to do like some of my mine are more subtle and like, you know, I'm doing energy with this, I'm doing that, I'm doing shamanic work. But this is like, oh man, I felt like a wizard. <laughs> I was just <laughs> I was like, move aside, Gandalf. <laughs> That's what I feel do my candle magic oh, now with the runes. I'm yeah. definitely integrating this into my rituals. Yeah. I'll pull them out so you can look yeah. at them when we get off. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I bet like I always talk to her about this, like my younger self, like as a child, like middle school, whatever, if I saw me now, like how would I be? And you be loving Lord of the Rings, uh, you know, you're, you as a child would probably think you're like awesome right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'm doing what I do. I mean, it, it, it's, that's the funny thing is like, I've never, I have all, I care what, like, about what money can get for me, like mm -hmm. security, food, or travel, or, tools experiences um and you know the basics mostly um but like people like money 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 i'm like i'm like if i'm making enough to live on to take care of myself to pursue my passions that's kind of like is and that's why uh you know it's hard for me to get excited about numbers mm-hmm <laughs> yeah. Well, no, you sent me a quote, um, and it was basically saying, if you're making, able to live off of your art or your passion, you're you're winning. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter. If you're a millionaire. Yeah, if you can support yourself doing what you love, then you're winning. Basically. You are winning. You you're, you're, literally, you're living the dream. Yes. You're doing what other people can't do mm -hmm. um, or don't have the courage to do. Yeah. And that's very commendable. Mm -hmm. I mean, is that word? I don't, know. I don't know, but it's very admirable. Like yeah. it's and we, this society, we think that we're not doing enough if we're not millionaires or have a private jet yeah, or whatever. Whatever the other opulence um, comes along it's with like that. Drilled into your brain. But in reality, when you're able to support yourself from everything you're doing, then you are winning. Mm -hmm. Period. Yeah. That's it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> winning. Yeah. Yeah, and for me, it's sort of like I get to actually help people. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're helping people. Yeah. I mean, help us. I mean, you helped us. Okay. <laughs> yeah. My last, our last interview with you, you gave me a healing. And <laughs> you did it in the interview. <laughs> <laughs> I was full blown meltdown. <laughs> <laughs> I talked to for four happen. hours. Four hours. <laughs> four hours of healing with Thomas Eagle. <laughs> yeah. That was great. <laughs> and Dan. <laughs> Dan. Did he pull his crystal? Well, you know, I've never actually worked on Dan. No. You should. You have to. Yeah. We told him to check out your website because there might be some services on there that he might would like be interested in. Yeah. Same thing with people listening. Like, go check out. Thomas does a lot. He's not just an author. He's an artist. He's a multifaceted healer yeah. and shaman and list goes on. Um, aren't you a priest with the order of Melchizedek? Too? Yes. Is that? 
Did I say yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just sort of like collect things here and there. Um, but that came about because uh, after I got my, you know, my Reiki masters and all, and you know, I was like, you know, I probably it would be nice to have some sort of, you know, legal protections if you're going to be laying on hands, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and Apparently, if you're you're clergy, you have some sort of weird. I don't know what I was thinking. For me, it was like this weird legal thing, like that this is a spiritual practice, so that you know it's protected legally. And um, but it's very funny because I was actually visiting my grandmother when she was in the hospital, and um, I had gotten this email about like, oh, there's going to be ordinations in the Order of Melchizedek in your area at such and such time, and I thought, oh, that's nice. Then I went and. There's this guy there in the parking lot. He's like, hey, can you jumpstart my car? And I'm like, I have jumbo cables, yeah. So I pulled in, and the space that I pulled in beside him was the clergy parking space. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I guess I should go ahead and do that. And <laughs> I did. I sometimes forget that I actually am a priest. Um, <laughs> because I'm such a mess all the time in my head. Uh, that... <laughs> I'm not that peaceful. I really, I really need to work on that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt with the, um, you know, like the Reiki, the principles. <laughs> mm-hmm. I have to remind myself. It's it's a nice thing to, to trot out every now, now and again to win an argument. Well, as a priest, I am against that. No. Uh, <laughs> priest, I'm against police brutality. Yeah, you should. You should start start saying something like that. Yeah, you should start doing that. I'm glad. Did I say it right, Melchizedek? There's a couple different uh, pronunciations of it. I'm not sure which one is the correct one, so we'll just go with whatever. You know, I've heard Melchizedek, Melchizedek. I think there's one other. I can't remember what that one's pronounced like, but I'm pretty sure that one's wrong. That third one that I can't remember. Oh, okay. Uh, But uh, yeah, it's. It's sort of strange how things happen, you know, like, oh, I fell, I kind of, you know, fell into this training, fell into that training, fell into this, tra- you know, but um, now I'm sort of like, I'm, I'm, as I go along, I'm more, I'm choosier, you know, about what trainings I do, what workshops I take, um, because you can go like, you know, a mile wide and an inch deep, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's good to have a range. It certainly is. But at some point, it's sort of like you're just always seeking and never doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, and yeah. I think that's fine. I think you really need to do that wide seeking, like particularly when you're starting to find like where is, you know, what's hitting for you. Uh, but the more you delve into a particular practice, you know, the more skilled you're going to get at that one practice or that series of practices and that level, you know, your depth of your knowledge and understanding, you know, specificity and nuance and all the ways that things interact rather than if you just take everything, everything's going to be very broad strokes and very surface information. Yeah, cause there's so much information, especially because it's all, like, cool. <laughs> you know, you're like, yeah. oh, this is so cool. Well, yeah, I mean, if you're just, I mean, that's the whole thing. There's some things, you know, I, I take, but, you know, some of the trainings I take, they're, they're not cheap. So I'm like, for me, it's a resource thing. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like if I'm going to go to this training, it better benefit my life my personal life specifically, very deeply, or be something that I can 
uh, integrate into my practice or both, preferably both, um, or, you know, be in pursuant of something that I've had a lifelong interest in. Uh, we're getting to an hour and a half almost. So is there anything yeah. um, <laughs> that you would like to share with the listeners before we end the podcast? Oh my goodness. Uh, you know, I'm like, what do we talk about? I'm like, I'm, I feel like I've been preachy. Well, I am a priest, so I can do that. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the book, I think, was kind of a culmination. I'd always wanted to write a book. I'd always wanted to be an author. And um, I'm so glad that I did. Um, I lost a lot of sleep over it, but that's okay. And, you know, it, it's something that I'm still, I'm, I'm still like, when I have a down day, I'm like, oh, I wrote a book. Oh, thank goodness. A good book. Accomplishments. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, accomplishments. It's good to, you know, I remember after writing it and, you know, presenting it at a psychic fair and doing a talk on it. And someone, so when, someone came right up after and was like, so when's your next book out? I was like, back off. <laughs> this one just came out like three months ago. I do not have a second one right now. I don't even have the idea yet. Well, the second one sounds like it's going to be a doozy. Yeah, so I'm excited. Oh for yeah, that. if I live through it, it'll be something, <laughs> right? Uh, <laughs> you will. <laughs> it's going to be amazing. I yes. Know it. And, yeah, it's it's. I think it's going to require therapy on my part to get through. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But maybe that's required. Yeah. I'm part of the journey. It might be. I, yeah, I'm more like, how am I going to swing that? I'm like, huh, maybe I can work some trade. <laughs> <laughs> you probably could. <laughs> it's like, um, all right, well, thank you for being on the show again. We really appreciate it. So Always amazing, for sure. <laughs> we will definitely have you back on. Yeah, as long as you want to be on. Yeah, you know, as long as you want to. You're we have a place welcome. for you. <laughs> That's good. I'm trying to do like a podcast a month with, you know, and switch it up. So I've been on a few lately. It's fun. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, definitely. It has to be a cool experience. Yeah, you're meeting a lot of nice people yeah. probably. Yeah. Just let us know. What do you want to talk yeah. about? <laughs> We're open. Like hey, I want to yeah. talk about this. All right, let's do it. <laughs> hey, I've got an album. Did we ever talk about the album? No. <laughs> I, I think See, we talked about it in the first one. We like mentioned it. That's what I mean. You have so many things. We could literally do an episode on every single yeah, thing. Just like each one. <laughs> yeah, just 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 moments in your life, just pockets like, of time. What like, happened in this pocket of time? Yeah, like <laughs> your life story. Thomas. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely. story hour. Yeah, so, I mean, talk about the album really quick. Oh, uh, the <laughs> album uh, Chords of Light, and it's uh, it's it's made with hemisync uh, signal in it, so it is got. Uh, brainwave entrainment uh, that also syncs up your hemis the right and left hemisphere so it's pretty cool and it's working with like energy cords between yourself and different relations that you have between people places powers concepts all those sorts of things so it's I'm actually I'm, I'm very proud of that project as well so this is what I mean you yeah. have so many things this is awesome yeah. is that the link for that on your website yeah, it is. It is linked on my website under the about page. Okay, we'll so we'll link, link that. that down below in the book and everything. Yeah, thank you again. I like, really appreciate it. That was great. We'll be doing a bunch of your meditations. Oh, I got yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Bye. 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 Bye.